0: Well, hello and welcome back to Ninja on the Loose. I'm George. Uh, You could call me G-Money. George works too. Uh, This time around I want to talk a bit about branding. Now this is something I've kind of hinted at in previous podcasts. And it's not really difficult if you are trying to create an identity for yourself. I look at a brand as as an identity. So not necessarily a secret identity, but it does give you sort of an opportunity to make something and use that as your image, all right? So that's that's how I view a brand as an image and an identity. And so when I started doing things online, I had a, a number of different names that I was using, and I eventually settled on Loose Ink, and I've explained uh, basically where that came from in a previous podcast, but that sort of became my moniker, my handle, and so I kind of liked using it. It was easy to use, it was easy to say, it was easy to uh, find as unused... Uh, usernames in any of the platforms I went to to use it on. I was actually quite pleased, to be honest with you, to discover that it was virtually an unused or untouched uh, moniker. So I was able to register domain names, register usernames, things like that by using loose ink. And so I was very happy with that. But for me, it basically hinted at the writing thing I do, and lucky for me, that is what I've ended up settling on, so it still fits for me, but I've also added more things in the umbrella of uh, what I'm producing as a freelancer, and so I've had to kind of expand and try to, you know, make the brand a little wider, you know, widen the spectrum a bit, and so one of the things that really kind of worked for me was uh, when... The uh, Internet TLDs, and a uh, TLD is uh, top-level domain. So a uh, TLD essentially is the the suffix of your website name. So the .com or .ca p- portion of it, or .net, .org, whatever it may be. Well, when a bunch of new TLDs came out. One of them was .ninja, and I don't know why, but it just kind of struck me as being funny and also thought there was an opportunity there, so I actually registered looseinc.ninja. It wasn't taken, so I jumped all over that. Uh held on to it for a little while, not too sure exactly how I was going to incorporate that into my my branding. And then with the freelance writing I'm doing, I've thought, gee, you know, it gives me sort of a hook. You know, I could say I'm ninja fast, right? You know, and and kinda, you know, do the play on words and, you know, found a logo of a of a jumping ninja and just, you know, kinda went with that. And so my branding actually is not so much the loose ink parts as it is the ninja part which is really quite funny because the ninja part really had nothing to do with me it was part of the tld that i had ordered that being said it also has given me ways to spin it into other parts of my branding to sort of shall we say add subcategories to the umbrella brand of Loose Ink. So, for example, the name of this podcast, Ninja on the Loose, just kind of ties it into that. For me, anyway, I think it makes sense. So what I'm proposing is that if you're looking to brand yourself or a product that you have, um, there are some ways of doing this and achieving uh, a great level of brand awareness, uh, success, if you will. But there's also ways of doing it where you can tank, and you want to kind of avoid that. I've mentioned again in a previous podcast that uh, my wife and I are involved in a uh, home-based business of uh, hot jellies and jams and salsas and relishes and chutneys and things that she produces in the kitchen that we've named Jam Busters, but there's not a lot of jams that we produce. So... You know, as cute a name as it is and as effective as it is for us to use for branding, it's a little deceiving to our customer base because it's not all jams. So, you know, we've had to kind of incorporate new jam products as well just to bring it right back to the whole point of the brand. Again, depending on what you're trying to brand, you want to kind of avoid that. I think you want to try to keep your brand as as clean and and clear and concise to whatever it is that you're trying to market because you don't want to have to go back and rebrand. So uh, that being said, I have some tips on creating a brand that I'd like to share with you. Uh, number five is keep it simple and logical. So this actually is an expansion uh, expansion rather of what I was just saying about the Jam Buster thing. Does your brand or your image or your name whatever it is you're going to use uh does it make sense in conjunction to your product is there a connection that's obvious now yeah i know there's times where it's really cool to have something just way off base that doesn't make any sense or connection to your product whatsoever and yeah sometimes that works as a really cool hook but you still really need to kind of have a brand or a name or an image or a logo or you know, handle or something that somehow connects to whatever it is that you're making that brand for. Uh, Number four, and this is very, very important, you have to be consistent. Now, when I say consistent, I mean, for example, ninja, ninja on the loose. When I'm promoting my stuff, it's consistent in every single online format that I use. Uh, That is to say that the name Loose Inc. is in there somewhere. Uh, The logo is in there somewhere. Uh, If I change a photo... Like a profile photo of myself, I make sure that it's the same profile photo in all the other platforms that I can remember that I've posted these on. I'm still actually in the process of changing a couple, but the majority of them are all this same photo. So this is what I'm talking about. Make it consistent, because if a customer finds you on one platform, and they locate you on another one, and they say, "Hmm, I don't know, his name's George, but ah, I'm not sure. If they see the same photo, they'll say, oh yeah, that's him, that's that ninja guy right? And so it really makes it easy. Right across the board of every single platform you use has the same photo same consistent branding attached to it. Very important. The same goes for colors. If you use the same colors on all these platforms, it all adds to that consistency you don't want, for example, uh screaming red uh to be Your theme color on your website, but then on, say, one of your social media channels, you've got green. You really need to stick to the consistency. Very, very important, especially uh, when it comes to new customers or new people who are connecting with you. Uh, The familiarity makes it really comfortable for them, and it's very important to do that. Uh, Point number three, keep it clean. I know this may sound odd, but I've seen some branding of products and some product names that I I can't say I cringe at, but I wonder how far can you market that. A fine example is recently, uh, my wife and I were marketing uh, vending at an outdoor event not far from where we live, and there was a product on site had, uh, although it was an abbreviation, it was a name that would be considered a very vulgar swear word. And it's not like I've never sworn before. I know that word quite well. I've used it a lot in my past. The point is, is that not everybody in your potential customer base are going to be looking at that and say, Oh, that's a cute name. Uh, some will actually be offended. So you need to be really careful when you pick your brand name, or your brand type, or your brand logo. If your logo is a picture of something that's offensive, be prepared for that. Um, You have to remember that your target demographic, say if you're shooting it to, you know, gamers who are between the ages of 13 and 19, and it's something vulgar and disgusting, or something that fits in that particular niche. And don't get me wrong, I mean, you you do want a target market, but you have to remember some of your potential customers live and exist outside of that demographic. And if you end up losing potential sales because For example, somebody's grandma says, well, you know, I wanted to buy Johnny a bunch of these things from such and such a brand, but the name just kind of ticked me off. I just don't like the name. Well, that's a a sale you just lost. So you need to keep it clean. You can have, you know, subheadings. You can have, you know, your business name or something else to have these words in it if you need to, but your actual branding should not. Uh, Whatever the public sees should be clean. Uh, number two It's a good idea to try to protect your brand But only as much as you can afford Uh, so for example when I created the loose ink brand for a while there, I was going out and I was registering a lot of different domain names. And I was registering loose ink, dot this, dot that, dot, dot everything. And now that it seems like every time I turn around, there's another 50 or 60 different vanity domain TLDs out there, I am not going to be branding every single, I am not going to list, there's no way possible I could afford, even if I was rich, to register every single TLD to loose ink. So there's going to be a few out there somebody's going to get. And I'm okay with that. Um... But it is wise, if you can afford that, to cover as many as you can. Uh, Maybe stick to the common ones. But, you know, don't go crazy, really. I mean, the last thing you need to do is spend all your time and money on trying to protect your brand just out of the fear that someone else is going to get a piece of it. What you should be doing is spending your time and energy on actually making your brand good, making it the best brand you possibly can. Who cares if somebody gets the .NET Version of it, or who cares if somebody gets the .ca version of it? You focus on whatever yours happens to be. That's why I'm just sticking with the .ninja for mine. Loose ink, .ninja. I'm sticking with that because the ninja part, as I said earlier, is actually part of the brand. So I'm not going to really worry too much about that. My number one tip is um, be sure that whatever you brand. And sometimes it's hard to think far enough ahead on this, but be sure that whatever you brand, you don't in six months or a year or less find yourself having to rebrand it because A, people can't spell it, uh, B, people can't pronounce it, uh, C, it's an offensive Word for some reason, whatever the case may be, do your best to make sure that your brand, as I said in point number five, is simple and logical, but in number one, that you don't have to rebrand it because of something that's just off base. The uh, the loose ink thing, as I said, kind of worked for me because I'm a freelance writer. <clears throat> it may not work for, for me if I was doing something else, and then I'd probably have to try to rebrand myself to match whatever it is I'm doing. So, you know, I'm glad I haven't had to go through that. I have altered the visual image more than once to a point where I think I'm pretty happy with where I am, with what I'm using. Uh, there is going to be a time where I may you know change it up again you know I've rebuilt the websites uh a few times but I've kept the actual branding consistent consistent because I know that that's important um will I rebrand I don't know uh if I end up doing anything I'll probably introduce additional brands that I could put under the loose ink umbrella that's kind of what I'm thinking is my way around that Uh, Simply because I don't want to have to go to the time and effort of rebranding everything. Oh, I've seen it happen. And I mean, you've seen it happen with with giant corporations that have to do that. Yeah, they can afford to do that. But oh my goodness. You know, the confusion that their customers have. And if you're a small player, it's going to cost you money. And it will confuse people and you're going to end up especially when it comes to internet you're going to end up redirecting traffic from one web address to the other web ad- address if you end up doing a rebrand which means a whole new name and a whole new image and a whole new etc 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 so if you already have traffic going to one website Why go to the trouble of having to redirect it because you've ended up doing a rebrand? Unless, of course, like I said, the rebrand is sensible. Um, Here's one reason why you might want to rebrand. You're getting sued because you've got a copyright infringement. And that's one reason why you really be careful with your brand. You don't want a copyright infringement issue. Because nine times out of ten, it'll be a big giant corporation that can afford to sue you. And then you end up having no choice but to change your brand. That would be the only logical reason I could think of of having to do a rebrand, is that you've got a pending lawsuit or a threat. Um, Otherwise... Do your best just to kind of come up with something that's going to be safe enough that you're not going to have those problems. Again, I know it's kind of difficult to shoot far in advance and think, yeah, you know, loose inked ninja. Nobody's going to sue me for that because how would that ever be a copyright infringement, right? Unless there's a ninja somewhere that doesn't like the fact that I've done that, right? At this point, uh, that hasn't happened. Uh, Fingers crossed that being said, that's uh, all for this particular podcast. I hope it's been some help to you. Uh, I'll put uh, some stuff in the show notes. I'll give you a link to my Facebook page uh, where you can uh, like it and uh, find out some of the stuff that I do. And uh, hopefully you've uh, found these podcasts interesting and uh, I encourage you to share them with others. And uh, just thanks again for tuning in. I'm George. G-Money, this has been Ninja on the Loose.